it's God first, other second, yourself third. The unique and cool thing about it is if you have that perspective, it comes back around to benefit you. Iwoo Hoops presents The Pursuit. Go inside the locker room as Iwoo Hoops trades the pursuit of me for the pursuit of three. Welcome to episode 4.5 of The Pursuit. I'm Jeff Clark, one of the basketball coaches at Indiana Wesleyan. Today's episode will take listeners inside the father-son retreat. Joel Okafer and Coach Tonega will talk about the weekend in the first half. Listeners were blown away by Joel's story in episode 9 of season 1, when he shared about coming to America from Nigeria as an 8th grader, and some of the ups and downs he's experienced being away from his family for so long. On this episode, you'll hear about his decision to get baptized in front of the team on the retreat. In the second half, Luke Stevens and Logan Cruz will share about the weekend, and will explain the power in seeing a leader like Joel take such a bold step in front of the team. We're joined now by Coach Tonigal and Joel Okafer. Coach, in season one, we had a lengthy discussion on the father-son retreat, but just for listeners who didn't tune in, can you just give a, a brief background of the event and why it's become so important for our program? Yeah, sure. You know, the father-son retreat has probably become uh, our, our, our most favorite weekend of the year. Um, we just try to center a weekend around relationships and great food, really. I think two things every guy can identify with, and I, I think you and I have both kind of talked about this as our kids have got older we just realized how precious the time is with our sons and thought, well, why don't we, why don't we extend that for the dads in our program? And uh, what we've seen is we've seen those relationships strengthened. And as a result, we feel like our guys have played better. When, when you have a strong relationship with your dad, I think it, it does something internally for you. It allows you to maybe play in more freedom, more confidence, maybe with more joy. And uh, there's been a lot of benefits throughout the years that have come from this. Joel, listeners are very familiar with your story. Having not seen your parents in years since you moved from Nigeria here, so it's a unique challenge for you having a father who's over in Nigeria. We're having the father-son retreat. Just take listeners inside what you've done because you haven't had a father here, and, and what the the uh, event has meant for you over the years. Um, like I said, the father-son retreat uh, is just uh, a really good time, just spending with your teammates and just uh, also getting to know. Uh, your teammates like um, dads and just you know getting to connect to your dad and uh, you know for me uh, some it's been tough um, usually when we when we have to go to the trip because I usually don't have my um, you know my actual dad uh, but just the, the guys that have been there for me that have been my dad um, it's been it's been great because I've grown in our relationship um, I remember the first two years uh, I've gone with Dr. Newman and um, my last year, yeah, I went with um, Gary, which uh, was my oldest family, and that's just helped um, strengthen the relationship uh, and just get to know each other on a deeper level. So Dr. Newman, uh, as you talked about last season, was a, a former executive vice president here. Now he's the president of Southern Nazarene and just a man who invested in you deeply at Indiana Wesleyan. Gary was a, a host father for you when you moved to Richmond, and you lived with him for several years Talk briefly about the meaning of his relationship as you moved away from your family and had another man step in as a father figure in your life. Um, Gary, uh, I mean, I don't know which words to, to to use to describe him, but just, I mean, I see him just like my dad, uh, just the way uh, it was there for me. Um, you know, the advice, uh, the, the talk, and just, you know, 
going through tough time in high school and even going through recruitment just the things this the things they sacrificed uh for me uh they they brought me into their house um for three years and they they took care of me and like a son um and st to today we still keep in touch and that's a relationship that's gonna last forever is a is a god <laughs> man and uh he's always pushing me to 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 be my best uh, in school uh, and the basketball court and uh, my relationship with Christ. So let's fast forward to this year's father-son retreat. He came, obviously, for the first time, and you made a big decision to get baptized on the father-son retreat. What made you decide to get baptized, and why on this weekend? Uh, so um, I grew up in a Christian home, um, and uh, and I've, I you know, know about Christ and um have a relationship but not in a deeper level um coming here um just just the things we talk about in the locker room um mostly about the the boxing alignment mentality uh i felt like uh for me to to start my my journey with christ my own personal journey uh in that line um being baptized is the way to go and i remember we me and coach clark had a conversation in the summer and it, Coach Clark asked me, um, "Have you been baptized?" And I, you know, I said no. Um, and you know, you said something about you know that's something you should look into. So just throughout my summer, uh, it was something that I really look into and I pray about. And I felt like for me to take that next step uh, with Christ, um, I needed to get baptized to give my life to Christ. And uh, doing it that that weekend, um, I thought, you know. There's nothing best doing it with the guys you go to war with, um, you practice with, um, and you know, obviously spend most of the time with. So I thought maybe just them seeing that that uh, you know Christ work works in his team and just transform people um, that you know they get to experience something like that and hopefully um, you know as they spend their years here they get to experience something special. And I remember the power in that morning as you shared with the team. A couple of things I remember you sharing. One was about uh, just wanting to die with Christ and, and have your life come out of that. And then also your deep desire to worship in basketball as you played this year. And the way you articulated that was so powerful. Coach, what do you remember about that morning and from, from hearing Joel's testimony? Yeah, what you said when he talked about wanting to die with Christ, and it was the way he said it. Um, it was just powerful and it was moving and I think everybody in that room felt it. Uh, we, all, we all obviously heard it, but there was something that uh, it was weighty and uh, people know Joel and, and know how genuine of a man he is and, and know the growth that has occurred in his life. So when he said that, we all had the context of that's the, that's the picture of a life transformed. That's a picture of a, a person going from boyhood to manhood is, is what we've seen in Joel's life. And I think we all walked away challenged and encouraged, and uh, we will forever remember that moment. Why was it so important for you to have Gary baptize you that morning, Joel? Uh, so, like I said, he was one of the people that, you know, pushed me um, to have a, the best relationship with Christ. And just, just such a, it's been such a fighter figure to me. And, uh, and I said, if I didn't have my, my real dad doing this, um, it's, you know, more like a second dad to me. And, um, and I said, I mean, it will be the best person to do it. And, uh, and when I asked him, it was, when I talked to him about it, we were coming back from Richmond. He was dropping me off at campus and I talked to him about it. I, it was really happy for me. Uh, and it was just really hyped that, you know, we get to, to have that 
bond together and that time together and also you, um, you get to do something special together so that was the reason why I really wanted him to, to baptize me. It really shows the power of a mentoring relationship over time whether it be from a father or another man. Last thing coach Tonigal, what did it mean for you going into the season seeing a, a leader of the team both on the court and off the court to to make a bold statement like this in front of his teammates? Yeah, I think that's uh, when, for me as a coach, I knew it would be a special year because we, we lean so heavily upon the leadership of our, our seniors. And when you have that type of um, statement being made by one of your seniors, basically saying, this is where I've come and I want to help you guys get there also. And this is the pursuit of my life. Um, it gives you a lot of comfort as a coach because, as we always talk about, seasons are journeys and uh, we're not meant to journey alone. And when you got a, a guy like Joel journeying with his teammates and, and – pushing everybody forward, uh, there was a lot of excitement about what was to, to come. And when we come back, we're going to hear from a couple of these younger guys and, and just hear from them what they saw from their leader and what it meant for them to be on a team that had a senior leader who was willing to do something like this. This podcast was created to take you behind the scenes of building an I Am Third culture in a basketball program. But IW Hoops believes this philosophy can translate to any context. As we enter this one-minute halftime, we want to let you hear from our sponsor, Insurance Management Group, who is building a culture of I am third in the insurance industry right here in Indiana. Here's IMG President Trent Daly. Pursuing the I am third lifestyle has helped me grow as a leader in all aspects of life. Putting God first, my colleagues and customers second, and myself third has impacted IMG in ways I couldn't have imagined. At IMG, we have a passion for people and helping them achieve their goals. We are not just an insurance agency. We are a culture and an experience. You should expect more from your insurance agent. Visit us now at www.insmgt.com. Now back to the second half. We're joined by freshman Luke Stevens and Logan Cruz. And we just talked to Coach Tonigal and Joel about the father-son retreat and what happened that weekend. What do you guys remember about uh, that weekend in general and, and what it meant for the team? Um, I would say the thing I remember the most about that weekend was just um, kind of getting closer to all my teammates and just like learning more about where they come from and seeing like their dads and the influence they've had on them. And just um, like I feel like here at IWU, we're, like, we're a part of a huge family. And just to see um, everybody's dads and just like everybody joined in I feel like brought us even closer and just was like a really good start to the season for sure. I think I remember just being a freshman like kind of easing your way in you don't really know what to expect and stuff and that trip really like showed me how the, the leaders and the older guys who have been around like a year or so like how everyone's just vulnerable and not afraid to like share what's on their mind and to have those type of conversations with our dads and stuff and with the team just kind of set the tone for me of what this season's going to be like and how it's okay to be vulnerable with the guys. Last episode, we talked to, to Seth and Isaiah about getting out of our comfort zone and just how challenging the transition can be to your freshman year because you've known one thing for so long and then you get thrown in this different environment and so much of it is stretching to you. What do you remember about just how much the transition to college stretched you and, and the, the ways you grew from that? Um, yeah, so obviously in high school, you're used to the same system. Like you're, um, get you're, By the end of your senior year in high school, you're obviously really comfortable with just your program and just what your coach expects out of everybody. And then 
um, coming to a whole new program with a whole new family. It's like everything's new from the terminology to the style mm-hmm. of play and everything. So obviously that's a stretch, and but I would feel I would say that um, coming out of your comfort zone is a lot easier here maybe than it is at other places just because of um, the coaches, like confidence in the players and just how the players are. They always have your back and just the constant leadership just that the seniors showed throughout the year. And that kind of transitions to what we really want to talk about, and that's the the value of being under leaders you can trust. So take this moment with Joel. He's in front of the guys. He's sharing his heart. He's getting baptized in front of you. What does that mean for you as a freshman in this time of transition to see one of your leaders having that type of, of moment in front of the team? I mean, I think it really just set the tone for me. Like, when you look at Joel, he's a big buff guy. You think he's like this stereotypical man and stuff. And to see him just up front in front of our dads, in front of us, just pouring out his heart and just speaking about where he's at and stuff and just being vulnerable through that. And then to see him get baptized and stuff in front of us, it really showed me where his heart's at. And when that's your leader, I mean, you know that you're in for a special season when you see your leader being vulnerable like that. And so. you're, you're right, Joel is maybe the biggest warrior I've ever seen on a basketball court. He is scared of nothing. He is a monster. He defends. He takes charges. Sometimes I feel like he hurts the ground when he dives on the floor. Luke, what did you think? You, you knew Joel, obviously, and you guys got very close. But, but to see him get baptized in front of the team, what were you thinking at that moment? Yeah, Joel is definitely one of my best friends on the team. I've been so lucky to get close to him throughout the year. And just, um, just seeing him like, be vulnerable in front of everybody really moved me. Um, just inspired me just to be willing to be open to everybody on the team. Uh, just that it's really like accepting place here and guys are always going to have your back. And to see like Joel, just like the head of our team and just the warrior of our team, if he's going to be open like that with us, like it gives me that much more confidence out in the court. He's always going to have our back and he's always going to be doing that. And then just for me, like personally, just I feel like when you're willing to be vulnerable and open to like other men and stuff, it's really going to deepen your relationship because of like how rare that really is in our culture. I think throughout this season, we're, we're hearing this theme from you guys about the value of deep, authentic relationships on the team. But that's not easy to form. And it's not easy, especially as you're coming in a new place and trying to prove yourself. Talk in general just about the three seniors and the impact they had on you guys in your first year on the program. Um. I think back to a story of Evan when the scout squad, he asked us all to come over for dinner one night. And I just think like that just shows the character he has. I mean, he's just got newly married. He's got a kid on the way, but yet he takes time out of his day to just after practice to prepare a meal for the scout guys. And just, I mean, that's just what it's all about is just building those type of relationships and going out of your way to just show like the scout squad that you care about them and stuff. Evan cooked you guys a meal? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did he make? He grilled up some chicken, some buffalo sauce. It was good. I was impressed. Evan's one of those guys that learn new yeah. things about every day, man. <laughs> yeah. how, about, how about you, Luke? As you, uh, as you think back to the impact the seniors had on, on you. Yeah. Um, I would say one instance of the seniors that I really remember is we had like a team diva one time. It was players only. And it was just the seniors just talking about like kind of like their life story. And it was like really inter- interesting to see how – Trevor, Joel, and Evan all have, like, completely different backgrounds, just, like, and somehow God, like, led them all to be here at the same spot to have the impact they did on everybody. And I feel like each of them brought something different to the table in terms of leadership. Like, Trevor was always, like, our constant, steady leader, just a constant voice on the team, like, a huge spiritual leader. 
like we said earlier, Joel is like a huge, um, just like constant like physical factor, always going to be like our guy, our warrior. And Evan um, also had a huge impact on me. Like I remember me and Evan specifically on game days, we would always have Devos in the morning. And that, I feel like we grew really close to each other through that. But just in general, just how each of them were able to use like their own gifts and their own talents to bring something different to the team and impact on a huge way. And that's really the type of, of culture I know Coach Tony was trying to foster here. Last season, we heard about Ben Carlson and Jacob Johnson, the way their unique personalities came to life as they found their identity in Christ and how that impacted the people around them. And we saw it again this year with the three seniors, just like you said. Luke, how do you think that affects you going forward as you continue to take on more leadership on the team? What did you see from those guys that you hope to take, and how do you hope to carry that forward in your own personal style? Yeah, so in high school – my like view of a leader, I would say, was just being like a warrior on the court and just strictly basketball. But I would say with these guys, man, they really like poured in to everyone's lives um, off the court. I know like Trevor specifically was um, definitely probably our biggest spiritual leader on the team, and I know that inspires me in the future just to always be open about my faith with the younger guys and just always um, find ways because spiritually it's going to connect to the basketball court as well as we saw like throughout the year, and then just like. Um, Evan and Joel and Trevor too, just everybody, just the way they like constantly were talking during practice and just the way they were open to the freshmen. I I was thinking to myself the other day and like three years from now when other freshmen are coming in, they might seem like really young, but I was just in their shoes. So just mm-hmm. to remember to like always keep them uh, open to the team and just um, take them under my arm, kind of like Joel did to me for sure. And throughout the season, you're going to hear the way guys looked up to these three guys. And it really reflects Coach Tonio's belief that success is not value, measured based on outcome, but it's really in the, the way you elevate the people around you. And, and we saw that from all three of those seniors the entire season. On our next episode, you will hear from Coach Tonigal and other coaches about the dream of redefining greatness in coaching and the seeming hunger from leaders across the country to trade the pursuit of me for the pursuit of three. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Pursuit. If you were challenged to grow from this podcast, please rate or review us on your podcast platform or share with those you know as it helps multiply the impact. If you have a question you would like to ask IWU Hoops on a future episode, hashtag AskIWUHoops or email jeff.clark at indwes.edu. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at IWOOHOOPS. Join us next time right here on The Pursuit. And remember, if you want to be first, first find a way to be third.